these are. <laughs> no fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Thanks for downloading and listening. My name is Frank Salvato. Before we get into this morning's segment on Talk Back with Chuck Wilder, I'd like to reiterate what we talk about to a great extent in this episode, and that is the danger that the communist Chinese pose to our culture. While we always look at them as being a country with a very large military that has stolen intellectual property relating to military ability from the United States and other countries around the world for the last 10 years at least, the biggest threat that we face from the communist Chinese is their infiltration of our culture to glean how we think and mold it to their benefit. I've said it a bunch of times on on the different radio shows that I'm on, and it bears saying again, if you have TikTok on your phone, you're feeding them information that they use to figure out how to manipulate the culture here in the United States. Get rid of TikTok. Don't use it. If it's on your phone, make sure it's completely off of it because it doesn't have to be in use to be gleaning the data from your phone. The company that owns TikTok reports directly to the communist Chinese government. When you look at our university systems, each major campus has an entity on it that actually promotes the Chinese culture that is funded by the communist Chinese government. You see how that's affected the culture on campuses. Right now, a majority of students coming out of college believe that socialism isn't so bad. Communism, maybe we should give it a try. Even though throughout history, in every instance, it has failed and oppressed people, sometimes causing mass genocide, as in the days of Mao and Stalin. This time, the communist Chinese don't want to fire a shot. This time, they are trying to manipulate our culture to believe that they're actually just wonderful, wonderful people that want to live in harmony with everybody else, but just have found a better way. Don't worry about the slave labor that they use. Don't worry about the social credit scoring that they use to diminish people and coerce them into the way they want them to think and live. Don't look at any of that. But keep on using TikTok. Keep on giving them the data they can use to figure out how to touch you personally in your life to alter the way you look at the communist Chinese so that they kind of look like a friend. Communist Chinese are not our friends. They are a very lethal enemy. And they're coming for the United States. Right now, this morning's segment of Talk Back with Chuck Wilder. Mr. Savato, how are you? Mr. Wilder. <laughs> and down the aisle they went. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make that I'm gonna make that into a ringtone for you so when, when I call you can you just hear that. Ah, there you go. Yeah. I hope I have the right report, the woke rock and the global conflict hard place. Yep, that's the that's the latest. And I gotta tell you something, listener. Uh, if you want to get your socks knocked off, wait until we get to the part about the gifted Ukraine. And, mm-hmm. Frank, 
I'm telling you, boy, this could almost take up a whole hour talking about that. Uh, but anyway, to start this out, uh, Frank says, to say that the United States is between a rock and a hard place when it comes to how to, the stage is being set for the global conflict would be an understatement. And, of course, we are talking about mainly the Ukraine, the Ukraine, the Ukraine, and uh, our military shrinking, 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 but uh, at least we have a lot of uh, wokeness in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got, a, we've got a Pentagon that is so focused on equity and diversity and inclusion and social justice and and yeah. identity politics that they kind of forgetting to focus on being a lethal fighting force. You know, so we've got, uh, we've got what we're doing over in Ukraine, and, and we won't have time on the air to even go through that entire list of what we gave them. That's how long that list is. It, it's, yeah. it's insane. And, and yet they're saying more, 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 more. And Our this is uh, over there. And this long list is not including the $200 billion, right? This is just the stuff. No, that, yeah. That's, here you go. Yeah. That's I'm, I'm just telling you. the armaments that we've sent. Just the just the armaments we've sent, and and it's it, the list. When you see it, you know you hear about it on the news. You read about it in the newspaper. Yeah, we're sending them equipment, and they always hit the big ones. We might send them F sixteens. We'll be sending them this. When you read this list, yeah, there's no way not to understand that we have seriously depleted our capabilities to be able to defend the United States for a proxy war. You know, in and just in one theater. This is this is in the theater, the, the European theater, where we're looking at Ukraine and Russia, the Eurasian theater. Mm -hmm. This has nothing to do with being ready and prepared to fight anything in the Indo-Pacific theater, where China is saber rattling towards Taiwan and telling us that we're no longer on top of the pile and that we don't negotiate from a position of strength. You know, so we've got an issue with being prepared. For what's being set up, and it is being anybody who pulls back to thirty thousand feet after seeing China's president Vladimir Putin get together and say, "Well, you know, we're not we're not necessarily allies in this battle, but we support you." I don't know what it, what ally means if they don't support you. So you've got China and Russia on the same page as far as being simpatico, and. We don't believe that Putin's just sucking us into a proxy war so China's got free reign in the Indo-Pacific. You've got to be short-sighted not to see that. But here we are. Biden administration's throwing throwing hundreds of billions of dollars, you know, hundreds, hundreds of millions of dollars, if not tens and twenties and thirties of billions of dollars. I'm sure we'll hit a trillion before this whole thing's over because he likes to throw a trillion around. And the equipment that we've given them is leaving us in a lurch. There are many high-ranking military officers who are coming out in untraditional ways to say, we've got a missile shortage. Yeah. We, we've, given, we've given them so many missiles for, for their airplanes and their support, and we, we can't defend it. We can't fight yeah. a two-theater war. Well, let me, let me just tell the listener real quick talking about uh, <clears throat> Stinger missiles, okay, right? 
over 1,600, 8,500 mm-hmm. Javelin anti-armor systems, 54,000 other anti-armor systems and munitions, 160 155 millimeter housers, over 1,150-millimeter artillery rounds. I mean, it, you know, we're not talking about, well, here, here's 200, you know, see if you can use those. Oh. No, 20,000, 50,000. This is 50,122 grad rockets, 20,000 artillery rounds, 45,000 artillery rounds, uh, tank ammunition. I mean, it goes on and on and on. 38 high-mobility oh. artillery rocket systems and ammunition. Boy, Christmas, Christmas, yeah, Christmas. <laughs> and, and, and you're not kidding. It goes on and on and on. When you put it, when I was listing these things on a bullet point on, on just a regular word sheet, yeah. the armaments that we've gifted them went for two pages. Yeah. Two Mine's pages. In small print. And, and One, these, two, and, three, and, four, five. Five pages on my sheet. Yeah, and and your and and the numbers that you were citing—that's that's the thing that should be eye-opening. The the, the two full sheets of of regular paper that this yeah. list goes on is eye-popping enough, but it's not like you said, two dozen of here, twenty of these. It's a million. It's Here's twenty thousand. It's yeah. fifty thousand. Uh, eighteen air surveillance radars. Okay, heck, you know. Los Angeles Airport doesn't even have 18 radars for, (laughs) anyway, uh, Claiborne Mines. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And when I look at this, Frank, I'm thinking, boy, one big bomb. I hope they didn't stack all this stuff, you know, in one area. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's the other part about this. Even when it comes to the money, there's no accountability for this. We've literally given them enough armaments to become the third most powerful fighting force on the planet. Or at least they have the fourth. A, uh-huh. They have 100 armored medical treatment vehicles. 100. That's from the United States. Electronic and jamming this is, equipment. This is I not, mean, wow. This, this is not including what they're getting from the European countries. The tanks they're getting from European countries. Yeah, the this missiles, is only the US, airplanes. right? This is only U.S. And then Zelensky comes back here and says, we need more. Give us money. And, you know, and one, we're, we're supposed to believe that we're not directly engaged in this conflict. That's that's just a lie of just gargantuan proportion. Uh, SATCOM terminals and services. Now, that's for missile detection, right? Or am I wrong? That could be anything. Anything that has to do with communications. Ah, okay. So it's whether it's between human and human, human and computer, computer and computer, computer and weapon. You know, SATCOM is satellite communication. <laughs> now, if you remember in the beginning, Elon Musk said, "Hell, I'll give I'll give you free." Let's let's I'll, I'll put Starlink all over Ukraine, and you guys can yeah. have free everything over there. Well, okay, so if they've got if they if they're saturated with low level satellites that can handle their communications and encryption can happen on transmission and reception, why do we have to give them sat communications to the tune of that? Man. This is this has been a, a cash cow for and for the military industrial complex. 
because we've got to replace all of it. We've got to yeah, replace and, all of yeah. it, so we've got it. You know, in the Navy, the Air Force, and the, and the Marines, did I forget somebody? Coast Guard? Okay. Uh, you know, Baseball, they, you they, don't make, they don't make this stuff that Frank has listed here that we, that we talk about. And I've got, I think, a font of 12 or 14 on my paper, and it goes one, two, three, three and a half pages. Each one of these, not probably not each one, but I, I bet you there are 60 government agencies that are involved in, uh, in putting out all this wonderful uh, war equipment. Oh, no doubt. Not, not, not to mention the entire pro, the entire here's private a, sector when it comes to defense defense contracting. Here's my million dollar question, Frank. When you add up just one of these, is it more than the cost of eggs? Well, see, now we're going to have to get into <laughs> a debate because the cost of eggs is fluctuating, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and, I, and, and I'm surprised yeah. we're not. I'm, I'm surprised we're not sending cargo containers of eggs over to Ukraine too. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know, and these, and you got to keep this in context, too. I get that we're trying to push back against Vladimir Putin because he's got eyes towards repatriating the Soviet Union. I get that. But what are we doing over there? We're, we're throwing everything at this more than we ever threw everything at Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. And we're doing it in short order. You know? To the point where we can't defend our own homeland. If China decides to say, you know what, this is a great, this is a great time. Let's just go and let's just go. Let's just do it. <laughs> and half of our missile, our missile complement is over in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. How is that defense? We are the Department of Defense, not the Department of Ukraine's defense. Yeah. Are we ready if something happens on American soil? Are we ready? Can you we know, handle you- it? And you've heard of the what it was called the harms, and I think they use that in Israel too, the high speed anti radiation missiles. Okay. And let me give you this, listener. Just think about it. Four thousand Zuni aircraft rockets, and then these next two, all right, twenty of the M seventeen helicopters. Twenty of them. Those are expensive. And Abram tanks, oh, we can do better than twenty. We'll go thirty one. Abram tanks. I bet we're not even using those in Vietnam. Thirty-one of them. Oh, one hundred nine Bradley. This is the point. Yeah, man. When they say that that we're just helping the Ukrainians survive, you know, to throw this much, and this is again just the U.S. to throw this much at it, and then let's throw on some cash that is actually unaccounted for. Ah. We've never asked what the cash is going for. Uh-huh. And and we, we've never asked for an audit, and they've never aud- offered one. And the problem with that is, before the first shot was fired, Ukraine was probably, besides Yemen and maybe Nigeria, the most corrupt government on the planet. So how are we to know that this money is not going to people who are going to say, well, if we lose, at least I can go over to Cyprus, I care. <laughs> well, if you, you know, hear... It's not uncommon in that region of the world. If you hear a, a drastic bulletin that uh, Ukraine is sinking, <laughs> you may know why, that's for sure. And in a moment, uh, cool. after this break coming up, uh, we're going to get into uh, Enter the Dragon.
All right. Well, oh, there are so much stuff, you know. And then we'll also get into how far ahead China is ahead of the United States. I wonder if they take into account what we're giving away. I don't know. But the expert, Mr. Frank Savato, host of Underground USA podcast, he'll know. And his website is Underground USA. UndergroundUSA.com. Be right back. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. Uh, is it sort of like uh, we might be shaking the beehive with all of this stuff? Well, I don't know if we're shaking the beehive, but we're certainly walking up to a hornet's nest not understanding the dangers it presents. Yeah. We've done proxy wars before. They don't end well. We shouldn't enter them. That's why the declar- That's why the, the Constitution says that the, the authorization to commence with war rests with Congress, not the president. And right now, as far as I know, Mr. Biden has not gone to Congress to ask for a declaration of war in Ukraine, because they would have to declare war against the country of Russia, which would be the beginning of World War III. And something tells me, because of the geopolitical situation that we exist in today, that China's not going to stay neutral on this one. They're going to come in behind the Russians. And when you see that Russia has been, or I'm sorry, uh, China has been brokering peace deals in the Middle East, There's an aside in this one that I'm going to write more about because it's incredibly important. They brokered a peace deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran. And if we get back to some of the past conversations that you and I have had regarding Islamofascism, what they have done is brokered a peace treaty between the two major houses of Islam, the Sunni and the Shiite. And if they're on the same page and they're simpatico with China, and China's simpatico with Russia. Throw in North Korea just for just for good measure. The stage is set. And it's a pretty dangerous stage. Because at this point, even if we took everything back from Ukraine, with, with the, the level of readiness that our military is in, with, it, with the morale the way it is because of the, the horrible policies of Austin and, and Millie, we're not ready for it. I, I imagine, uh, yeah. With our military now, Frank, you know, they say, uh, we're going to war. Okay, who are we going to be fighting? Will it be she, he's, or undetermined, or what is the story there? And how many are here and how many aren't, uh, haven't made up their minds yet? And, <clears throat> you know, and this Ukraine thing, I think you and I have discussed this a couple of times. But just, just now, you know, they are finally admitting that the Biden family business received $3 million wire transfers from the Chinese energy company between 2015-2017, finally came out, went to four Biden family members. And we know the connection of the Bidens and the Ukraine. 
and how he saved mm-hmm. his son from being investigated, and he was bragging about it on a TV show, you know. So even though he lied, you know, during a debate with uh, Trump on that, uh, why in the world is there this always this double standard, you know, when it comes to what the Democrats can do and what the Republicans are doing? Uh, it's just... Uh, no, the, the the media the media won't cover it. <clears throat> they don't put the yeah. they don't put the hard the hard emphasis on it when it's when it's a Democrat, especially when he's running for president of the United States. If if any Republican candidate would have had that in his closet, they would have been destroyed. Wouldn't even made it through the primaries. <laughs> you know, but Biden, he's been doing this for how long has he been in Washington? Forty yeah, years. The guy's been grafting for forty years. So you know, he's got a, the toast buttered on both sides. It's a it's a Chinese Russian English muffin, and and he's sitting down and having tea with them. Anybody with a clear head would look at this and say, you know what? If you pull back and you you could actually make the accusation that he is setting us up to fail because he's got his and he doesn't care about anybody else. Yeah. But when you look at communist revolutions and the way that communist nations have, have totalitarian nations have functioned before, if the United States falls, Biden and his ilk will be the first people executed by their new masters because masters don't like competition. So not only is this guy dumb enough to get into bed with people who want to deplete everything the United States is about, free yeah. speech, freedom of opportunity, equality of opportunity, the whole shot. Now is he dumb enough to get into bed with people who hate that? He's dumb enough to get into bed with people who hate him. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back in just a moment. And when we return, we're going to go to Enter the Dragon. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. There are several things, Frank says, with regard to the communist China that are not even open to debate. All right, we'll be right back. Don't let biased algorithms or degree screens or exclusive professional networks or stereotypes. Don't let anything keep you from discovering the half of the workforce who are stars. Workers skilled through alternative routes rather than a bachelor's degree. It's time to tear the paper ceiling and see the stars beyond it. Find out how you can make stars part of your talent strategy at tearthepaperceiling.org. Brought to you by Opportunity at Work and the Ad Council. Enter the dragon, you know, because as I said, things are several things with regard to the communist China that are not even open to debate. And that's their final word, of course. <laughs> um, Taiwan. Taiwan, Taiwan. I mean, how much, uh, let me put it this way, Frank. When it comes to the Ukraine and Taiwan, which one do you think the United States wants to protect the most? Well, I, I think they believe, I think we believe, or at least the Biden administration believes that we can protect both of them. Yeah. Um, right now, if if I had to go with the, the selfish nature of the Biden family yeah. as the first family, I would say they would want to protect Ukraine because... So far, I haven't seen any large checks being cut by the Taiwanese government to the Bidens. 
That's what I was just going to say, Hunter. I don't think Hunter ever worked over there. Yes, you hit it right on the nail. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. I think uh, the only person I've heard that's been trying to weasel something into Taiwan was Nancy Pelosi's son, who accompanied her on her trip over to Taiwan oh, not too yeah. long ago. You know, it's, talk about shades of, you remember when the vice president of the United States, Joe Biden, went over to China and Hunter came along for whatever reason? Yeah. Well, when uh, Nancy Pelosi goes to Taiwan and her son comes along for whatever reason, mm-hmm. let's start looking and seeing if big checks from Taiwan and the, and the, and the chips company start coming into the Pelosi family. Yeah. Well, President Xi over there in China is also, as you say in your report, made it clear that he feels the United States is not strong enough to keep the People's Liberation Army from taking Taiwan. Yeah. I oh, I kind of think that we might lose that one myself. Your just proximity alone means that we would have to we would have to move all kinds of of forces over into the Indo Pacific that would be easily detected by the Chinese. Taiwan is off the coast of China. You know, we're already at a disadvantage there. So the big indicator on Mr. C's uh, thoughts on the United States capability comes came at the, at the very first meeting between the U.S. and China when, when the Biden administration came to office. That, that meeting was so incredibly rude and abrupt that we should have been up in arms. We should have been talking about tariffs, and we should have been divesting from China right there. They sat down in Alaska, looked at Mr. Blinken, our new Secretary of State, and said, Uh you do not negotiate from a position of power. You are no longer the world leader. We will tell you what's going to happen. Who sits down with with a superpower and talks like that? Well, people who think that they can wipe the floor with you. And I'm going to tell you, listener, when you look you, at, yeah. go ahead. When you, when you look at what China's been doing, not just for the last two years, uh-huh. but throughout the entire Trump administration, because when Trump came into office, he laid down the, laid down the gauntlet. And we're not going to allow you to manipulate currency anymore. We're not going to allow you to manipulate trade anymore. We're going to crack down on your, on your intellectual thievery. You know, so what did China do? Let's bump up our defense spending and our intelligence spending and everything else, and we're going to go to a war footing. They've been on a war footing for six years. <laughs> and you remember, you know, whenever uh, Biden went over there and he, he walked all the way across to shake hands with she, she didn't even, you know, a lot of times they'll meet, most of the time, they meet in the middle, you know, but not this mm-hmm. time. Uh-uh. No. No, that's, that's like Obama bowing to the Saudi king. So tell the listener. Yeah, remember about... when he went over to Saudi Arabia and he he mm-hmm. bowed and he he a deep bow to the Saudi king. American presidents don't do that. Well, he learned that from that's a, that's a signal of. I mean, from uh, you know, that's uh, it. What's his name? Uh, yeah, Lee. Uh, who was a who was a president before him at Trump and and Biden was vice Mr. president. Obama? How in the world could I forget his name? Yeah, Mr. Mr. Obama. Yeah. How did I forget that name? I guess I'm not using my yeah, O's today, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Obama I mean, bowed I mean, down that's, to him, too. Yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. They, they, are, they are actively abdicating our place in the world without any conflict. China and Russia just say, you're not what you used to be. And it's like they're saying, oh, okay, fine, I guess we're not. 
We'll sit down. We'll be quiet. We've got gender and race problems to deal with back in the United States. It, it, it is it is unconscionable that with the globe so close to global conflict that that and, and our banking system, I don't even want to get into that today. The, the, the banking system in the United States with with the Federal Reserve and what they're doing is just so so far away from constitutionality. I don't know where to begin. With with all of the problems on the world stage and and that kind of a financial crisis going on in the United States, that this administration is still focused on identity politics and diversity and ESG and and inclusion and equity and all of the social justice garbage, because that's what it is. It's it's social garbage. Yeah, I. If Kamala Harris wasn't vice president, you'd have to think about impeaching this guy. <laughs> yeah. But Democrats are smart enough to always Same. put uh-huh. someone who's just one degree of imbecile higher in the second spot so you don't impeach the, the lesser imbecile as the president. We try to, the thing, Republicans, yeah. try to run a, Republicans try to run good tickets. Mm-hmm. Because if in fact something does happen to the president, we want we want a, a like a, a confluence of, of of capabilities. Democrats go well. You'll never come after this president because vice president's a moron. Well, and I always think that's why we that, never see uh, any impeachments. Mm-hmm. That you know, when Trump was in, you know, Trump did a lot of things, and now there's uh, anybody that can dig up anything bad on him, they'll do it, uh, or they don't like him, or he's you know the same old same old. But didn't when he first came in, he banned TikTok. He warned about TikTok. He wanted he wanted the uh, federal government not to have it on their phones. Yeah, and that was that was something that happened. If you had a U.S. federal government phone, or the TikTok was not it was it was removed from the phones. And uh, see, TikTok, and look at boy. look at what we're going through now with TikTok. I mean, all of a sudden they're going, "Wow, are they really doing this?" Uh, you know, well, Trump said they were doing it, that they were spying on people, yeah. you know. They, they get your phone yeah. number, and they can get so much stuff you wouldn't believe. If you wonder what happened to your uh, retirement fund that you were, you know, put in a little nest egg in the bank, uh, good luck. For, for, those of, for those of you who don't understand what the TikTok thing is, the company that owns TikTok is affiliated with a company that is owned by the Chinese Communist Party. And over in China, we don't they don't have walls that break up that, that break up things that, that erect barriers between what the government can do and what the government can't do. If the Communist Chinese Party says you will give us the data that you have from your from your app and from your business, you will. There, there's no appeal, you don't go to court, you just do it. So this this app that everybody's using, and if it's on your phone, people, you've got to get rid of it. Because even if you're not using it, it's still got access to your data. You know, this 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 app that everybody is amored with, because you can, you know, we're in the age of I've got to have my 14 seconds of fame. Yeah. So I'm going to put my fuzzy cat on my head, and I'm going to put myself on TikTok. It's about the data that's on your phone that they're getting when you have this app on your phone. And I know people say, well, big deal. So I'm putting a, putting a video of, a, of my furry cat on, on TikTok. Who cares? 
That's not the point. What the communist Chinese are doing are opening up a different front, and it's a, it's a front that's intellectual. They're gathering data to, to realize habits of the American people down to the person to influence our culture one way. And that's, that one way benefits the communist Chinese. We've seen what they've done in our educational systems, especially in our universities. Our universities, our major universities, have, have organizations that are literally run by the Chinese Communist Party to influence students on campus who believe China's not that bad and communism isn't that, isn't that horrible. Well, people laughed at that 20 and 30 years ago. Hey, let me just tell you real quick, Frank. Almost, Remember. almost 60% of the kids believe socialism and communism should be given a try. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Listener, flash back to those riots that we were having and all the burnings. And all of those college kids or any person that was maybe of that age group wearing those T-shirts. Socialism is the answer. Socialism is the answer. I never, ever thought that I would ever see somebody wearing, you know, an abundance of socialism as the answer. Wow. Well, this is, that's this where is it came exactly from. what they, they launched their efforts in our universities and colleges. It worked. Now they're taking the same formula and saying, wow, their addiction to social media narcissism is something we can use to mold the way they think to soften their culture to, to totalitarianism. And they're not, this isn't just me opining about this. They openly say it. Yeah. You know, we're the fools. You know, someone walks up and he goes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw this rock through your window. No, you're not. I'm going to throw this rock through your window. No, you're not going to throw that rock. And he throws a rock through your window. You say, why did you do that? God told you three times I was going to throw the rock through your yeah. window. Why didn't you listen? Yeah. You know, and I've so China's, China and Russia both have been telling us what they're going to do for decades. And now they're doing it, and everybody's going, but, 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 but why? You know, you've got to pay attention to what's going on. You can't just say, eh, I don't feel like digesting what's happening in the world today. Little Portnoy's got a soccer game, and I'm going to go over there, and that's all I want to pay attention about is, is my little boy's soccer game. And the fact that he's got a brand new set of pronouns that he wants to use. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to come home and I'm going to watch sitcoms, which is literally 13 minutes of new stuff every, every half hour. And then go to bed, but yet feel I'm informed about what's going on in the world. Those days never were. They didn't exist in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. They don't exist today. If you are not keeping up on what is going on in the world stage, and what your government is doing, you're a problem. You're a and problem. I'm, I'm not saying you have to immerse yourself in it and that's all you think about. But at least give yourself an hour once a week to catch up on what's going on in the world. And don't do it through MSNBC or CNN. Go, go read on the government websites the reports that these people are putting out. Be smart. Americans are smarter than, than the way we're acting today when it comes to understanding what your government's doing. They're doing some really stupid and nefarious things, and it's because we're not paying attention. Yeah, and another thing is money, money, money. 
and uh, Hollywood is a perfect <laughs> example of that when it comes to the Chinese. Uh, you know, and I've, yeah, I we, mentioned a long time we, ago, you know, you can, you can sit there and look at the credits, and all of a sudden you'll see a whole paragraph come up that, you know, written in Chinese of producers and stuff like that. Because, you know, they come in and say, hey, we'll pay for this and pay for that and pay for this, pay for that. Uh, what are you making that Chinese guy look? He's uh, the bad guy. Hold it, hold it. Yeah, you know? yeah. We, we we talked we talked about this a little bit last week. Uh-huh. In China. Do you see anything? I think the last one I saw where where the where China was the bad guy was was a movie that was made in the early two thousands. <laughs> Other than that, you've got so many Chinese. Hollywood caters to the Chinese. The Chinese oligarchs own most of, at least half of Hollywood. So they don't want you, we won't allow you to release this movie in China if it says this. Well, Hollywood goes, okay, well, that's a big market. We don't want to exclude that market, so we'll rewrite it. And they rewrite it. And they've got their uh, footprints in the National Football League, too. Uh, Not football, basketball league. Yeah. The NBA. You, did you ever hear LeBron James say anything bad about China? Hell no, because oh, no. the Chinese like it, nope. and and it's it's a whole new market. So the NBA looks the other way. You know, the Uyghurs are getting tortured. They're slave labor, making making the Nike shoes. shoes and everything else, yeah. and the iPhones. But look the other way, because it's a market where money is to be made. You know, Boy, I, you I, know. I, I I'm just disgusted with with the way that we cater to that market because of the almighty dollar. There is no morality or ethic when you look at these major entities like the NBA and Apple who say, we're just going to look the other way because it's cheaper to make it over there. We have to do it for our bottom line. No, you don't have to do it for your bottom line. Downsize a little bit and don't reward entire countries and cultures that still believes slave labor is a way to go. Yeah, you know, that's why some... that's why American industry is at a at a disadvantage. You know, we have we have to buy it from China because it's cheaper. Well, when when you go to a slave camp and say make this and then put it on the free market, I guess it would be cheaper because it doesn't cost you anything to make. Yeah, I uh, once heard that. Uh... The one thing that we can never do better than China is make fireworks. But it might be worth it just to go ahead and practice or learn how to do it, you know. Uh, Frank Sabato is going to return and wrap things up in just a moment. Uh, This later uh, latest of his, The Woke Rock and the Global Conflict Hard Place. Boy, what a report. Frank Sabato, undergroundusa.com. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Remember, I think you and I discussed it uh, a couple of times about, remember the plane, uh, the, the movie, the high school kids are looking out the window and all of a sudden the planes are coming and the troops are 
bailing out and they come in and they take over that whole uh, community and i think the first time it might have been the chinese coming out bear parachuting and then it was the russians and now you couldn't use either one could you frank no i mean you still have a penchant to want to go with the uh with the russian foe and a lot of those things because that's you know it's still acceptable to the chinese overlords to demonize the russians because it's not yeah. having uh the public focusing on on the threat that china's executed towards the United States for the past 30 years at least. You know, but uh, it's all about misdirection. It's all about controlling how our culture views not only Russia, but China. And then China's making some deep inroads into being able to manipulate how we think about the world. You you think about how we look at... uh, at the lack of respect for sovereignty for our own nation that our own culture has now. You know, do you remember back in the, in the, in the eighties, you needed to be a citizen of the world. Remember the Clintons pushing that garbage. Hmm. Gotta be a citizen of the world. We're citizens of the world. Why? Well, I didn't know that there was a world government to be a citizen of, you know, well, we're, we're Americans here and sovereignty matters because if our sovereignty is is depleted to the point where it doesn't exist freedom dies around the world that's something people need to understand because all off the united states falls you know you've still got europe there's free countries in europe and free countries in scandinavia and south america that all goes away because we're the big guy in the room that says freedom needs to exist China doesn't give a damn about freedom. Neither does Russia. They don't care. If the United States wasn't in the arena, their people would be locked down. And you know, there's so, another uh, yeah. There's another threat that we've faced before, and we're still facing it, and that's the World Health Organization, WHO. Mm-hmm. I had my first news story today, Bill Gates, uh, foundation uh <laughs> he had uh some thing that he made for uh some new pills right that he uh supported and all this stuff and so they uh triggered a polio outbreak in the african country and i think it's uh bernuda uh b-u-r-u-n-d-i burundi i think maybe yeah burundi yeah and now he just released i saw it flashed up on my screen that he's saying, yeah, we uh, we need to uh, let the WHO take over all of the medicine uh, for the whole world, you know, because boy, they know what they're doing. No. Man, no, and, and and yeah, no is the answer to that. No, right. and We're Bill Gates, sucked in again. this guy, this this guy, this guy came up with the, with a computer in a garage. What does he know about vaccines? <laughs> I don't want to listen to him about vaccines. Yeah, well, his wife got smart and left. So anyway. I tell you. Frank, <laughs> always a privilege. Thank you very much, sir. Look forward to our next visit. Frank Savato, undergroundusa.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Sancho. All right. Thank you, Swade. Thank you for listening, and God bless the United States of America. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. Leave a comment and a rating if your platform lets you. And go on over to undergroundusa.com and sign up for our Substack. 
comes straight to your inbox, circumventing the sensors. It's very important coming upon Silly Season 2024. My name is Frank Salvato. You're listening to Underground USA. We'll be right back after this. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.